Hi, I'm Michelle Vickers. And I'm Christine Beverly. Welcome to the Consciousness Insider. Our question this week comes from Barb, and what she'd like to know is, how do you quiet the mind to hear your soul? Hey, Barb. Thank you for your question. So, you know, actually, this is... um. It's it's actually really cool because a lot of people ask this question, you know, especially in our society today, we're so busy. Our brains are inundated with information mm-hmm. um, really on a second to second basis. You know, it's not minute to minute anymore. It's second to second. So we're firing, um, our brains are firing in a way that they've never really had to do before. So quieting your mind is, you know, it's it's funny because... I think that so many people try to do this, you know, we, we have a higher rate of sleeplessness and um, stress than we've ever, ever had. And all of it relates to how much our brain is on. And, you know, with cell phones now, I mean, smartphones, you know, everyone is connected. They're plugged in. If you want an answer, you're going to get your answer within seconds. You know, there's so much information that, is coming at you, boom, 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 that turning your brain off is, it's a struggle. Whereas, you know, we were born and we were created to be present. We're not present anymore because our brains are so busy. Make sense? Totally. Yeah, it does. So how do you get out of that space? Well, the first thing you have to start to do is to look at what's actually important and you need to prioritize what's important to you. And I think that that's where a lot of people are like, well, I can't, I can't not have my cell phone and be available 24 hours a day. What would it mean? The world would fall apart. You know, my children couldn't get me. My husband couldn't get me. I couldn't get, you know, a hold of this person or someone couldn't get a hold of me. And it creates anxiety, which then means, and so anxiety is, the energy um, that occurs when you hold yourself back from the truth. And the truth is nothing's going to fall apart without you. <laughs> really? It's, yeah. <laughs> It'll all be all right. Okay. But more importantly, you actually get some time to decompress. Your brain cannot be quiet or still while you're running on full speed ahead. Does that make sense? It makes so much sense. Yeah. And that's where you have to prioritize. Most people don't even know how to prioritize because their phone is a priority. It's the only priority. Everything that comes through has to get done, has to get taken care of. So now they have more things that they have to take care of than ever before because this person texted and this person emailed and this person, you know, commented on one of their something and they have to get back to everybody because if they don't, oh my goodness, then everyone's going to think. So the our to-do lists have, you know, what is it when you multiply it by 10? Like it's just so big that your brain doesn't have any time to relax. So your job is to decide what is actually important. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you have to look at where you're spending your time and where you're not spending your time. If, if you're, you know, maybe you don't even have a cell phone, you know, and your time is still not yours because you've committed it to taking care of this person and making sure this has, this happens. And you know, whatever, whatever your world looks like, you know, for me, before, um, before I started on my consciousness journey, my brain wanted to be busy and on all the time. So I had the radio on, I had the television on, if the radio wasn't on, it was constantly listening to music. And, you know, and there's a lot of people that say to me, but I love music. 
It doesn't mean you don't love it. It means that you also need to give your brain space to just be、mm-hmm. without a stimulation that is asking something of you. Because even though you may not think, you know, you may love the song and you you say, oh, it's relaxing to me. Your brain is still interpreting that there's stimulation coming in.、Mm-hmm. Makes sense, right? It does make sense. Yeah, the stimulation of the brain. Yeah, you have to be willing to allow yourself. To decompress, and that's the time it takes to go from high stimulation to being comfortable, not doing anything, and having no stimulation. And it's that transition that is really the most challenging part of the whole thing. You know, a lot of people say, "Oh, just quiet your mind." Mindfulness,、um, mindfulness is a little bit different, but at the same time, it's it's a lot of the same. It's learning how to use your brain in a way that's Effective for you. So, if your goal is to be more present in your life, to be more aware of the signs that your soul is sending out to you, you have to learn how to quiet your mind.、Mm-hmm. You have to be able to recognize the signs. You'll never get them if you're singing along with every song, you know, or you know, catching up on your your latest show that you PVR'd because you don't even have to watch it real time now. You know, all of these things that you know that everything is available at our fingertips, but Our mind is no longer to able to be quiet, and that's really where I always find it funny when they say it's revolutionary. You know, it's new revolutionary technology, and I'm like, "Yep, that's taking you further away than from being yourself." And, and at the end of the day, that's the most destructive thing on the planet, really.、Um, so, what、uh, what really what they're saying is, Barb, you need to allow yourself to first decompress. So, looking at that list, what's important? If you if you you know if it's important to you to spend more time with your family, then then make that a priority. You know, and what they're also showing me is FaceTime is super important. Not FaceTime on your phone because that's not <laughs> what I'm talking about. Actually, being in front of another human being,、in、where、person. you can touch them, where you can feel their energy, but you can also see their reactions. You can, you know, help them through it, and you feel the nuances. We have become a society who looks for nuances in a text or in an email, so、yeah. we're assuming that that's how that person is feeling. We forget that, you know, when Christine smiles, her her eyes light up, you know, and it's not just a. Cliche. It's she genuinely does, and she gets these little lines on the side of her eyes, and I love them because to me, I know that whatever I've said has touched her heart. It's not just yeah, okay, Michelle, that's lovely, right? It's all the way in.、Mm-hmm. So you know, getting to know yourself and the, and spending time in those places that are important to you and with the people that are important to you is the first part of quieting your mind. How ridiculous is that, right? Everyone's like, "Oh, you're just doing more stuff." You're actually not. You're not doing anymore. You're being present to what it is that you actually want to do,、yeah. and it's also choosing to release anything that's not important to you.、Mm-hmm. So, making a conscious choice that if there is something that you are about to do that is not in your best interest, that is not, you know, serving your bigger picture in the sense of wanting to be, you know, more aware. It's about letting yourself relax and also. Allow yourself to let go of the things that are not feeding the bigger picture, and I think that that's where a lot of fear comes up. You know, most people don't make those choices because they're scared of hurting the other person or what the other person's going to think of them. And when you are feeding those two things, you're not feeding yourself. 
You're feeding your fear and you're feeding that other person's fears. And you're saying that our fears are all more important than spending time with yourself. Make sense? That makes a lot of sense. Quieting your mind is only possible when you focus on spending time with yourself. You focus on what's important and you allow yourself to let go of all of those things that you thought were important or that other, other, excuse me, that other people told you Mm -hmm. was important and you took them on, you know, you gladly said, Oh, that's, that needs to be important to me. Whether it's something you've been doing for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, or you've been doing it for two weeks. It doesn't matter if you chose to take on something that someone else deemed important. And then you just decided that it was important to you. You are no longer serving yourself. You are choosing to serve that other person's version of the truth for you. And that's, um, you know, it's another pitfall that a lot of people make. And, and we do it because we're trying to please and we're trying to please others and help them. And um, the best way to help yourself is to allow yourself to put yourself first. And that just means that it's recognizing, A, what's important to you, B, what's not important to you, and choosing to no longer focus on what's not important to you. And that's the big step that most people forget. They just, they think it's really easy. You just focus on what's important to you, but you have to also be aware of what's not important and then choose to no longer focus on it. Because again, if you don't take some of that away, you can never decompress. And without decompressing, you can't expand your awareness because in your brain, there's space for one or the other. So if it's all taken up with focusing on everything else, you'll never have space to just be make sense that does make a lot of sense and I know for me from what I've learned uh, working with you as well just just the other day I was having a look at really questioning what are my priorities but not just and I was really clear at that moment it, it wasn't my priorities of what I'm actually focusing on I was wanting to become aware of what are the actual priorities that are important for me to focus on that are part of the big picture not just the ones I'm choosing to focus on because they may not line up with the big picture for me. Exactly. And we talk about the big picture all All the time time. (laughs) because the big picture is the only thing that is important, right? How you feel and where you're going is, you know, that goal is always an expression of how you want to feel when you get there. It's not what it looks like on the physical side, but how you want to feel. And And I was just going to say that too, because when my brain is so busy and active, which it has been for many, many, many years, (laughs) many years, um, uh, it's my mind trying to figure out what I should be doing, how I should be doing it, what I should be doing next. What do they want? How do they want me to respond and what's important? Yeah. But when I learn... That also comes from a lot of training, you know, when you you spend so many years in a particular career and then you're mentoring under someone and then you have a family that thinks and raises you in a certain way. You know, it's it's all... We're products of our environment. Mm -hmm. And in order to shift that and to allow yourself to become conscious, you have to be aware of where you're choosing to participate in a way that someone else designed for you. And taught me to do. So I had to recognize that first. Yeah. And then I learned how to, you know, get a little calmer and a lot calmer and quiet. And then you're um, centered. And then yes. you have this place where you're in the middle and it's quiet all around energetically. That's what it looks like. So that 
when something comes into that space, you know it the moment it's there. Because you feel it. Yes. You're not thinking about it. 100%. And that's how I began to shift. into. And I also found that too, when I'm trying Actually, to... Actually, you know, sorry. You know what? A really... Okay. You go ahead first. <laughs> just, again, just, just the other day, another example, um, you know, with work being really full and my mind was really active trying to figure out how to navigate and move through what I was focused on working on yeah. uh, just the other day. And all I wanted to do was sit and plow through and get her done. Um, and I'd been at it for hours and hours and hours. And I finally gave myself permission to step away from the computer and unplug. And when I did that, um, was out walking in nature. I wasn't trying to figure anything out anymore. I was just being present. Yeah. When I do that, my mind is quiet. That's when all the awareness and the insight come in from my soul without yeah. my trying to figure out what my soul wants to tell me. It slides in because I chose to be calm and quiet and, and you be don't present. need to know. I didn't need and to that's know. The other. When you're needing yeah. to know, you're pulling on energy yes. and you're not actually allowing the space to open up to truth to come in. You're pulling on what you want it to look like, even if you don't think you are, because you're like, oh, I don't have any expectations, yes. but you need to know. Needing to know in itself yeah. is an expectation. Yeah. Um, but going back to talking about how um, <clears throat> being in that space and you being in the center, and then it's clear and it's quiet around you and you can start to feel things come in. You know, a great thing to try at home, and, and we do it um, somewhat regularly at, in our house, is, um, and it lets us know when we need to spend a little bit more time with ourselves. It's actually really fun. So find a person that will do it with you and stand at the other side of the room from that person and then slowly walk towards each other until you can feel the other person's energy or you feel that they've stepped into your energy. So what, what I recommend is one person stands still, the other person walks. So they're walking into your space and then you do it with them and walk into their space so that you can feel when they've hit your energy or mm. they can feel when your energy is coming into their space. It's actually a really cool exercise. It lets you know um, where your energy field is. It lets you know, because sometimes our energy field is really close and sometimes, you know, it can be the size of a, a whole room. I mean, it doesn't, it's depending on who you're choosing to be. The more conscious you are, the more expansive your energy becomes and then you're more you're able to receive more information and more um, experiences sort of like you can see the energy more around you, right? So mm -hmm. anybody that's coming in, you can see them. Yeah, it's really, it's such a fun thing to do, actually. I enjoy it. Yeah. Okay, but I'm also an, a geek who loves to play with energy on a Friday night <laughs> because going to a bar is not nearly as much fun to me <laughs> as playing in energy. So anyways, You're yeah. awesome. <laughs> so I, th I hope that answered some of your question, Barb. You know, it's really um, quieting the mind is, is consciously choosing to participate in letting go of anything that does not deserve your time or your energy. That's it. Yeah. It's fantastic. Cool. Thank you so much to everyone who is watching this episode. Barb, we really hope that was quite helpful for you. It's the most ex um, valuable experience that I've had is learning to calm my mind. Um, and to anyone else who might have a question they'd like to submit, please visit michellevickers.com on the Consciousness Insider page and go to the bottom. There's a form. Please fill it out and hopefully we'll select your question in an upcoming episode. Thanks so much. Thank you. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.